Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of SideQuest. My name's Joey and I am your DM, GM, and all around man. And first up in our PC list we have Dan. Dan, how are you buddy? Well Joey, I have to say I'm doing pretty well tonight. How are you? Wow, feeling articulate tonight Dan. Yes, of course. Articulate. Can you spell articulate for me? Use it in a sentence and spell it. I'm feeling articulate tonight. A-R-T... I-C-U-L-A-T-E. Wow, you won the spelling bee. Congratulations. Yes, I was always good at spelling. He didn't say it a second time, so he actually loses. Yeah, that's actually that's true. You know, we're sticklers for the rules here on SideQuest. I couldn't even say it with a straight face. Uh, next up in the PC list, Richie. I almost called you Din. Richie, how are you, buddy? Doing all right, bro. How about you, man? Uh, I can't complain. We're here. You know, some bad things happened last session, and hopefully I can do a few more bad things this session. Yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of bad things, last up we have Cruz Turner. Hey, I have a formal complaint. Okay. Uh, you were supposed to open it with, uh, yo, it's your boy Joey, <laughs> but you didn't. So just so everyone knows, I'm doing this episode under protest. Under duress? <laughs> yes. This is a hostile work environment. I need HR. Joey touched me in my no-no patch. You can uh, you can forward your emails to HR with your concerns, and unfortunately, they all go to uh, Olive Garden's customer service. So sweet, get your free breadsticks, free breadsticks, and unlimited soup and salad. So, well, that was our sponsor for this week's episode, um, guys. I wanted to kind of check in after last time, Doctor Cogsbuckle. Oh, wait a oh. second. Yep. Go ahead. Olive Garden, when you hear your family, there we go. It's perfect for Din. <laughs> wait, I think we need Din to read the line. Go ahead. <laughs> Because when you're here, you're family. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. It's very good. Dr. Cogsbuckle, when we last left you, um, well, uh, between the inter- intermittent flashbacks, uh, you-, you were having a bad time. Why don't you tell me how-, how you're feeling and what you've been doing in the in the week since then? Ah, uh, yes, of course. The unfortunate, uh, well, like I've stated previously, I don't really remember what happened. I woke up and I was severely injured i've been resting up and regaining my strength over the past week um been well you know i've been in the uh the oh jeez uh i hate it when they ask me to cause this but the roost i've been in the, i've been in the roost with doc raven it's it's his little thing he likes to anyway yes i've been recovering that's about it that's good hands feeling better yes well they're getting there it takes a while for nails to grow back unfortunately now that makes sense. Hey, luckily, he put you on some really nice acrylic nails in the meantime. I love that color on you. It's yes, really nice. well, thank you. They're quite lovely. Uh, Dan Boulder, both of you guys, uh, you found your your leader, your mentor, and also the one of the shadiest men you know in, in pretty bad shape last time, and also found out that the people whose warehouse you actually robbed were watching you the whole time uh din what's going on with that see it's kind of one of those things where i was kind of panicking because we did that whole interview where we found out that the place we knocked over is the same people that's sponsoring the interviewer and then we find out that we were being watched regardless so i'm really i don't know i'm i just there's just a lot there's just a lot to unpack here. I mean, I'm cool with it. It's whatever, but like, there's there's a lot of money I don't think we're seeing right now, and I don't know if I'm okay with it. Yeah, a lot of money for sure. Absolutely. Um, Boulder, you were asked repeatedly, um, and, and specifically by Chester Figaro, the owner of ZSG, to bring in uh, Marla, or for Den to bring in Marla. What's Boulder's relationship to Marla in the past been? How how long have you known her? What's what's been y'all's relationship? Well, time is really subjective, so I couldn't give you a frame. But you know, she did, <clears throat> as the kids would say, roll with us back in the days when we were still together. You know, as a family before what I call the divorces happened. Was the divorce when Din wrecked the car and that shipment and you you uh, got a bonk on the head? Yes. And, yeah, and Din went to prison? Yes. Yep. Was, you know, some divorces are messier than others, I suppose. Din, what's your background with Marla? We talked about it a little bit last time, but I want to kind of get a concise, you know, how long have you known her and, and how long have you run with her? Oh, I mean, 
think I've known her. Man, it's been a while. I know that much. Uh, couple, couple years. If you hear, uh, man, it, time just meshes together when you're not really paying attention. I mean, it's been a while. <laughs> I can leave it at that. And, uh, you know, she just rolled up to the spot one night, saw what we were doing, and, you know, thought she wanted to, you know, ha- hang with us and make a little money on the side, running what she's got. And, well, ever since then, she, we, her and I have been, you know, pretty tight. Yeah, she's a pretty good driver. Yeah. Not not the best. She's not Den Freakin' Weasel, but at the same time, pretty good driver. Exactly. I mean, not, not everyone can be, you know, Den Freakin' Weasel. I mean, yeah. <laughs> half the time I can't even be him, so... No, that's you know it's a it's a goal we're all striving for, honestly, Dan. So <laughs> it is the peak of you know male performance. That is true, <laughs> absolutely true. Um, so guys, well, speaking of peak of male performance, I don't know that segue. We we made it six minutes in the intro, and I think it's about time to time to go into the episode. How's that sound? Yep. A metallic angled wrench clatters to the floor. It bounces once, twice and a third time before skittering out from under the raised undercarriage of Marla's recently undefunct roadster. Ah, crackers. An arm reaches out from under the vehicle and feels around for the wrench, missing several times before finally wrapping its oily fingers around the handle. Din, wrench back in hand, slides under the car on his rollboard. Oh man, we really did a number on this thing. The once pristine undercarriage of the Red Beauty is now a patchwork of mismatched metal plates, salvaged wire, and disjointed tubing. Din traces over the power path with his eyes, working over the parts in his mind, checking, double checking. As he follows it toward the rear of the car, a fleeting glint of reflected light catches his eye. He squints, and with a furrowed brow rolls himself further under the roadster. He cranes his neck to get a closer look when suddenly the sound of heavily distorted guitars begin to emanate from the speaker on his wad. He tilts his head down towards the sound as much as he can in the limited space. He turns the underside of his wrist to get a better read of the screen. The words incoming call Marla W flash across in a continuous sideways scroll in bright yellow letters. Then you are alone in the garage. Um, it's very, very late, actually pushing on towards morning. Um, you've been in there quite a while, and pretty much everybody that usually hangs around is left for the evening. And you hear your ringtone go off, and um, still under the car, uh, see Marla's name flash across your widescreen. What do you do? Uh, he's going to hit the answer and put it on speakerphone while still, you know, working underneath the car. Uh, Dan, I, I, thank God you finally answered. How... Where have you been? Oh, what's going on? Oh, uh, we've been, man, uh, we were looking for Dr. Cog. Then we got, you know, basically drafted, I guess you could say, into doing another uh, job, which I need to talk to you about later. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's that's basically it. And uh, other than that, all my free time's been uh, trying to fix what I've uh, broken on your car. Oh, yeah, no, that's actually why I was calling you. I really need that car back, then. Uh, you can give me, if you can, 48 hours, and it should be back to working order? I mean, I don't really know that I have 48 hours, but that's fine. Um, What's going on? Well, I mean, you know, I always, always got stuff going on, then. It's not that kind of thing, but I at least need some wheels. I don't know, maybe I'll call, like, a like a Duber or something. I don't maybe. Well, I mean, as long as you don't care that she's not like super pretty. Cause I mean, I've still got to repaint her and stuff, but I mean, I basically what I'm doing now is God, son of a golly. What I'm doing right now is just, you know, she'll, she'll be ready in about, you know, five, four, six, like four hours. I say give it four hours and she should be ready. No, that's, that, that should be fine. Um, what, what job are you talking about? Ah, uh, uh, someone, for the Rimoirs, they uh, asked us to do some uh, some reconnaissance and some uh, just something about another SGVBABC. I don't know some building that we knocked over at one point. Now they're asking us to go back in and try it again. I don't know the details yet, really. I just kind of got a an outline. Okay, well, um, that's fine. I I'll swing by in a few hours and uh, maybe we can chat about. Did a little more than. Yeah, that'd be fine. Okay, uh, cool. I'll see you later, Dan. All right, he's out. So your your wad clicks off, and um, you take a second under the bottom of the car. Um, what do you what do you do? Uh, what I'm basically doing underneath the car, 
aside from fixing the normal stuff, however, I am uh, splicing in basically into her, you know, ECU and everything else and kind of hiding it is the tracker system from the old van that we pinched. And oh, I nice. have it, I have it set to my wad just in case because they're really interested in what Barla does. And at this point, Din's really interested as well as what she does. So he's going to try to tie in the basically the tracker system to see what she all has to uh, what she's getting into. Okay, so as you make the data connection in for the tracker to the ECU, roll plus sharp for me. Rolling plus sharp. Gonna be an eight. So with an eight, that's a mixed success. So just to remind everybody in this game, you have a six and below is a miss. A seven and nine is a mixed success and a 10 plus is a full success. Uh, with a seven and nine, you have a mixed success. So as you go to plug in the data link cable um, from the tracker into the ECU, you hear a pretty unhappy tone on your wad mm. uh, you look down at it and the screen begins to flash and uh, it you see some lines of what appear to be some type of code running across the screen huh. alright guess I'll uh, work more on this in a second and he's gonna basically find like all the grounds all the wires like basically trying to make sure that it doesn't fry itself before it leaves Okay, so you uh, you do that, and you still hear your wad beeping and whirring, and all of a sudden the the bottom of the uh, where the the back of the screen meets your wrist starts to get very very hot. Mm. Yeah, I'm about to say so. Uh, at this point, it'll stop at the moment and kind of roll out from underneath, and basically go back over to the table and kind of unscrew and kind of look on the the insides of the tracker to see what all is going wrong. So, um, roll, uh, let's roll plus, let's, let's roll to, uh, let me look at what skills I could possibly be. Uh, roll plus sharp for that again. Son of a gun. That's gonna be a seven. Uh, seven to nine mixed success. So when you get back, the tracker appears to be in the same working order that you had it before, minus some, uh, some heat trace marks over on the edges where the electri- where the electrical and data connections are. Mm. Uh, it appears that the tracker wasn't malfunctioning, but something on the car was actually frying the tracker when you hooked it up. Huh. So just going over what he knows on most cars, he's gonna follow all the lines and see what all is a uh, is alien to this car. So for the most part, everything you uh, trace looks pretty normal for a for a roadster like this. Uh, somewhat you know, mishmash because Marla has heavily modified the vehicle from what it was in its original form. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you you trace a wire that leads you to uh, up under kind of where the tail, you know, you have the quad tailpipes on the back of the Roadster. Yeah. And up under the edge in the well back there, you um, kind of have to reach around and get up under it. And you see that source of that blinking light that you noticed right before Marla called. And uh, there's a small... Uh, round like black box butted up against the uh the edge of that well and it you can see it extends back in in a way in a way that you really can't get to without taking the uh the the taking it down to the chassis essentially huh well what do you go to fred uh, he's gonna basically slide back underneath and go back to the uh basically to where the the box is and Kind of pocket it and then, you know, make a mental note to uh, come back to this later before she comes and picks it up, basically. Okay. He's going to basically, like, clean up what he's doing. And the car, if, you know, the the almighty narrative decides it, should crank up and run as decided. (laughs) I guess we'll find out. Dr. Cogsbuckle, you are sitting in Dark Raven's Roost as he insists on calling it. Um, he, in his uh, small eight-year-old form, has uh, kind of like a puffy jacket on, and oddly enough, a, a very large, um, kind of like one of those plague doctor masks. And uh, he's bandi- bandaging up your hand, and as he has it uh, kind of sitting on the table in front of him, and he has a one of those rolling stools pulled up to the side of the table, he looks over at you and says... You know, Dr. Cogsbuckle, you really should take it easy. <laughs> yes, of course, Dr. Raven. I, I understand. It's, um, 
Yes, well, I appreciate you changing my bandages this week. It's it's been very painful. Do you do you know like a, an estimate of when fingernails will grow back? It really depends on how much you pick at them, Doctor Cogsbuckle. Ah, yes, of course. You know, we've never really got to know each other, Doc Raven. How did you get into this business? Well, it was a, a bit of a necessity given my childhood, Doctor. He's only eight years old, I'll remind you. Of course, of course. Yes. I always forget how young you are. Your voice is so... It sounds like you're 30 and you smoked for 10 years. <laughs> he uh, he lifts up the Plague Doctor's mask and he goes, No, no, it's really just part of my get-up. It's, you know, it's one of those things. Ah, I see, I see, of course. He puts the mask back down. Boulder's gonna uh, mess with... Like one of the, you know, like they've got like the skeletons, you know, with like the removable organs and stuff like that. And he's going to be fiddling with it and he's going to like drop the stomach out and like it's just going to make a loud racket. And then he's going to like try to pick it up real quick. Then more stuff's going to fall out. So then he just like (laughs) eventually drops it and turns around and then pretends he wasn't touching it. My God, Boulder, I really wish you would not touch my stuff. Boulder, what are you doing over there? I was admiring this the the hollow man's and how his guts falls out. Boulder, please don't play with the viscera. What the the? Yes, those are real organs, Boulder. Ah, uh, that's why these was slimies. Yes, I I use them in my studies. Doc Raven, if I may. Yes, Doctor Cogsbuckle. Where did you get those organs from? There are some questions you yes, don't want you know to know the answer, answer to, yeah, Dr. You're right. I, I, I suppose I don't really want to know the answer <laughs> to that question. <laughs> he, uh, he, he kind of like pats your hand as he finishes up with the bandaging and, and rolls back to the edge to his desk and uh, takes out... He, he rummages through a few drawers before taking out a small uh, like clear glass flask with a brown liquid in it, and he slides it across the table to you. And he says... Um, I'd recommend that you take this three times a day for the next week. Thank you so much. Now, is this some sort of antibiotic? No, it's root beer, actually. Just make you feel better. I love root beer, yes. Yes, of course. I always love getting my root beer after my doctor visits. It's my special brewing, Dr. Cogsbuck. Oh, you you special brew your root beer, huh? Yes, of course. Well, never mind. (laughs) Boulder's going to look at the doc, like, standing behind uh, Dark Raven, and he's going to shake his head side to side. (laughs) Like, don't drink the root beer? Yeah. (laughs) And then he's going to mime vomiting. No, (laughs) nice. It's actually Epicac. That's right. That's right. And then uh, Dark Raven turns back and kind of like glances up at Boulder behind him. He's gonna stop and act like he does nothing and like he's gonna like because you know he's like doing his hands by his mouth like he's throwing. And then he's gonna just touch his face and look to the side. I'm gonna sm- <laughs> I'm gonna smell the bottle as he turns away. Um, it is powerful. <laughs> it is extremely powerful. <laughs> so it is the, it is the most powerful non-alcoholic root beer you've ever <laughs> ever smelled. Dark's Ravens. Yes, Boulder. About, uh, we was discussing, um, what is, you was talking about some sort of, uh, traumas, brains, injuries, you said something about my brains. Yes, Boulder, I'm glad you brought that up. You have quite the special brain. When you die, I hope you'll bring it back. Well, somebody will bring it back to my lab. Well, I was looking for more of a diagnosis I'm more of a forward thinker, Boulder, but yes, I, you seem to have quite the uh, mental block. I I have no idea what, but you have quite the mental block. Hmm. Could that be affecting the reasons I talk like this? I would say it's affecting every facet of your being, Boulder, if I'm being completely (laughs) honest in my professional opinion. He's going to lean in real close, and I'm going to have to do a stage whisper for the podcast, but he's whispering, <laughs> and he goes, Do you think eyes have superpowers? Boulder, if your superpower is not consistently blowing yourself up, then yes, I think you have superpowers. 
He's gonna stand back up straight and he's gonna kinda like look at look at his body and then like clench his hands and flex his muscles and he goes, <laughs> I might be a god. Oh <laughs> That's what we need. Bol- he Dark Raven starts writing more things down in his notebook as Boulder keeps talking. <laughs> uh Boulder, it seems you have delusions of grandeur as well, so I'll make a note about that and we can discuss it in our next session. Have you been taking the medicine I prescribed to you? Uh, yes. That seems to be a no, Boulder. I, you can check <laughs> my chamber pots. No, I, I've been doing that on the regular Boulder, and I've if not you seen notice, medicine in there. It, exactly, because it's mostly my lunch, because you said it takes it with the meals, so I drink the delicious root beers with the medicines, and then my meals takes the express elevator out the front doors. <laughs> Oh, that's gross. That's gross to think about. Uh, Dark Wait, Raven kind of... Wait, are we going to make in this? That was a throw uh, All of them? It was a throw joke. Oh, okay. Yeah, get, get on our level, Richie. What My are you bad. doing? Yeah, I'm down at the bottom, <laughs> clearly. So, um, Dark Raven stands up, makes a few more notes, and puts his notepad into a desk drawer, and he turns to Boulder and says, Boulder, I would very much like to explore this a little bit further. When did you notice that you uh have you had flashbacks or dreams or any type of traumatic triggers mostly my dreams are of the wreck with din to be honest that's most of the only memories i have is after the wrecks any flashes before the wreck boulder i don't think so hmm this is very interesting very interesting indeed dr cogsbuckle Yes, Dark Raven. I would suggest that you take Boulder here and keep an eye on him. No one knows when a traumatic episode might trigger something dangerous. Yes, of course. Well, yes. Well, uh, yes, I'll make sure to keep an eye on him. Uh, Are you guys having a deep voice contest right now? (laughs) I'm I'm winning. (laughs) I feel like I just woke up. Yeah, it seems seems like... You know how in the mornings when you wake up, you feel like your voice is deeper. (laughs) Yes, I do know. Yes, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, Uh, Dark Raven lifts up his mask and kind of like wipes the wipes the eye holes off the kind of like sweat and and moisture Mm -hmm. from his breath, fogging up the eye holes, and he he says, "Man, it gets really hot under this mask." Don't I know it? Yes. Well, you know, I did have one question. What what is up with the mask? I it, it's a little bit intimidating to the other students. They sometimes when they come in here. They come out looking petrified. Well, no, that I mean, that's part of the, the medical procedure. And he slips the mask back down the medical procedure, Dr. Cogsbuckle. Well, I read one times in a books. Um, it may or may not have been a comics books, but they say that sometimes is fear is the best medications. Yes, no, I practice that heavily in my practice. <laughs> you know... And he's going to stop for a second and think. And then in his mind, also Cruz's mind, hey, how you doing? Uh, he, Dark Raven like doesn't sit on that rolly doctor's stool. He stands on it. He does, yeah. So you can see over the, see over yeah, the counter. But, yeah. And his, his heavy lab coat unfurls, so it just looks like he's like actually the normal height of a man. <laughs> yes, I like this. <laughs> this is good. But he's going he's gonna to look at Dark Raven and go, you know... Ooh, I almost went the wrong uh, yes. voice there. Um, <laughs> you know, fear is a powerful motivator too. In the race that we was in, they didn't have any fears, but I instilled it. And he's going to, like, thumb one of the grenades on his vest. Yes, Boulder, that's very good. Very good, indeed. Did you happen to bring back any of their body parts? Um, nose? Uh, maybe talks to dens and check the treads of the red beauties and see if there's any stuck viscera stuck in there and he's gonna like lean over to the doc or doc's direction he goes sees i can do smart words as twos <laughs> yes boulder i see that was a very i was very impressed actually pretty uh off put by the fact that you used that word in a sentence correctly <laughs> <laughs> dr cogsbuckle it's about this time that you hear a knock at the door uh dark raven's door behind you well boulder i y- Yes, who is it? Uh, uh Phineas, uh, we uh, we got kind of a It's like it's just a letter. I it's got an R on it. Oh, uh, yes, it sounds like the Rimwars. Because I, the name I guess is a, he, why is, did they put their whole name? 
So Baldur's going to walk over and open the door while they're talking to each other through it. (laughs) You open the door to see uh, Lost Cat standing there. Uh, She doesn't have anything in her hands, but she's standing there just, you know, like face really close to where the door was. And she kind of backs up and surprises. Oh, hey, Baldur. Now, and Lost gonna, Cat, is it is it like a uh, like an awe, like a, um, a family crest almost? Yeah, kind of like a real flashy R. Yeah. Yeah, as you know how those fancy families are, they like to use the first the first letter of their last name with the. You know, I've been telling you, Phineas, we really need to get a logo for the school. Actually. I thought we did. No, like branding's important. No, I threw that out, Boulder. The thing you drew on that napkin that one time, we are not using that as the logo for the school. But it was a happy child bragging about his enlightenments. Have you seen any happy children around here, Boulder? Are you not happy, Lost Cat? Do I look happy, Boulder? I'm going to be honest. You do quite have quite the... And he's going to giggle to himself because I'm giggling. <laughs> the sour puss. <laughs> that was very... That Lost was very Cat, cool. dude. Come on. <laughs> sour puss. <laughs> Now, Lost that was, Cat. That was a very good one, Boulder. That was good. Lost Cat. Yeah, yes, Phineas. You know, if we wanted a logo, I, I ran into a student that I'd never seen before here the other day, and we, we got to talking for just like a few seconds because honestly, I was not in the mood. But he. His name is Musky Beaver, and he says he's into art. Maybe he could. Maybe we could talk no, to Musky Beaver not. and uh, talk to, and see if he could design us a, a sweet logo. No, his name's not Musky. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it's good. It's too good. It's just a beaver means something else. Anyway. Um, For the UK uh, listeners, okay, that would be like a stinky them. fanny. Yes. <laughs> I, no, I support it. I'm no, here no, for no, it. No, 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 no. We can delete this out. No, I'm here for it. We're here. We're here already. This is staying. Well, what is a this beaver? Is I don't, I'm, I'm confused. Uh, Daniel. <laughs> it's a hoo ha joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Yes, we won't use that one then. That's too this bad. This is all. St- this is all. No, staying in it's and musky we're beaver. It. it has to be musky beaver. No, it's not. But musky the thing beaver. is, no. But the thing is, is the reason. That. No, the reason why we call him musky beaver is because he has huge buck teeth. <laughs> And he has to talk like this. Hey, Dr. Cogsbuckle. <laughs> Good save. Good save. Hey, hey Dr. Cogsbuckle. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Musky Beaver. There you are. Come. Come meet Lost Cat. <laughs> Gee, golly, no. Willikers, guys. What are you doing in here? This looks like a roof. <laughs> hey guys, are you having a party in here? I was just walking by and heard my name. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Too late now, Dan. You said it. You brought him into existence. He exists. He's standing it's right in front of you. Canon. It's he's standing right in front of you, looking up with expectation. His little six-year-old form. You gave him the name Musky Beaver for some reason. <laughs> What do you say to him, Dr. Cogsbuckle? Wait, why is he in the room right now? He just was walking by and heard his name. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, what do could, you say to him, Dr. Could be Dr. worse. Cogsbuckle? You could have made it a girl. That's true. God, that is true. <laughs> what do you say to him, Dr. Cogsbuckle? Uh, yes, I'm, I'm glad you showed up, Muskie. Uh... <laughs> You know, Lost Cat and I were just talking about it. We, the school needs a rebranding. And you mentioned to me the other day that you are very into art. Is, is designing a logo for the school something you'd be interested in? I can't pay you, of course, but, you know, you'll get uh, accolades and such. Oh, gee whiz, Moth, I'd love to. <laughs> <laughs> Doc, I also think he prefers to go by Beeves. <laughs> yeah, Doc, that's my preferred moniker. <laughs> Uh, beeves, he yes, signs beeves. all of his art, Beeves. Of course. Uh, yes, I did notice the drawings in on in the hallway that were signed by Beeves. So I guess we'll go with uh, we'll go with Beeves. No, I appreciate that, Doc. I'm gonna go on my way to back to bed now, if that's okay. Yes, of course. I really don't understand why you're out of bed. It sounds like the bathroom. bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I just have to go take a whiff, Doc. Ah, uh, yes, the late night tinkles, of course. Lost cat goes. <laughs> Lost cat goes. 
Beeves, you really need to be getting back on to bed now. It's about, it's, it's way past time. Go, go on, go on with yourself. And she kind of scoots him off to bed and he, he goes off and she turns and looks past her shoulder. She goes, Dark Raven, why, why are you up exactly? And Doc Raven goes, Mrs. Cat, I was just performing a procedure on Dr. Cogsbuckle and also measuring his spleen, but that's unrelated. It's true. He was measuring my spleen. I, I really, I asked him why. He said, don't ask why. Um, Phineas, I really think that we should probably address this whole letter thing, don't you? Oh, uh, yes, of course. We got majorly sidetracked there. Um, <laughs> yes, Lost Cat, of course. Uh, yes, I, hand me the letter, please. No, I don't, I, I don't actually have it. It's up in the Great Hall. But, uh, I um, see. All right, well, can let's, you, let's, all right, let's go. Let's go read the letter. Can one of y'all call Din? We really need to get on the... Uh, like Boulder, can you call Din while Doctor Cogsbuckle says goodbye to Doctor Raven? But what if I wanted to talk to Doctor Ravens? I, I mean, you could both just say goodbye to him. It's fine, and then somebody fine. call Din, please. I'll goes alone. Goodbye, Doctor Ravens. Goodbye, Boulder. It was nice to see you. And he's gonna hold out a fist and go, "Mask Broses." Yes, Boulder, Mask Broses. And he bumps your fist. <laughs> nice. Doctor Cogsbuckle, please take your medicine. Yes, of course, the root beer. Dark Raven, it's been a pleasure as always. Yes, please make arrangements for any other bodies you may encounter or produce to please. bring them to my lab. Yes, well, don't tell anybody. This is kind of the lost cat close your ears. But are you still down for goldfish next Thursday? I mean, it's the championships, Doctor. How would I not be down? Of course. Boulder's going to turn back and look and then hang his head and walk out the room. <laughs> so sad. It's so sad. And Dark, Dark Raven looks at the doctor and says, uh, you know that drunken stump and tree bark are in the finals somehow. Yes, those two. I, uh... I think they keep putting things in their competitor's drinks, so don't drink anything you didn't pour yourself, doctor. That's a good point. Have you ever had a student come in here complaining about illness due to something drunken stump and tree bark have done? Every, every few hours, yes. No. Oh. I need to hold a meeting. I've been gone too long. They're going out of hand. <laughs> Lost Cat says, Phineas, uh, I, listen, I appreciate that you and, and uh, Dark Raven are friends and, you know, uh, participate in the goldfishes together, but it's really time to take care of this letter thing. Yes, of course. Well, again, Dark Raven's been a pleasure, but I must go. I must take my leave to go see what the Rimwalls have sent. Uh, Din, you're, you're in the... Uh, garage just finishing up, wiping your hands on a towel when your wad rings. What's poppin', baby? Um, is this thing on? Hello? Hey, what's up, Boulder? Hey, uh, Dins. Um, Lost Cat came with a letter from the Renoirs, and then, uh, we were at the roost, um, with Ravens, um, and then we introduced Lost Cat to Beeves, and then, um, uh, you, they, you okay, bud? They, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't believe it. The drunken stuff and stream <laughs> made it to the finals. Uh, we beat them so many uh, times. Uh, we all right, I, get, I know, bud. I know, but we could have been champions, Dan. We are, we are champions. Then it's at this point that your call waiting flashes and you see Nelson on the other line. Uh, a boulder, look, oh, we'll talk about this more. I gotta go. I got another call. Uh, wait, wait, one second. Before... <laughs> no, he clicks off. <laughs> I didn't uh, tell him that we were supposed to be in the Great Hall. Then <laughs> 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 oh, uh, you answer, you answer the lot and you, it clicks on and you hear uh, like some heavy techno thumping in the background and uh, you hear Nelson yelling and he says, Hey, Din, what you doing, bud? Yo, Nelson, what's Gucci, baby? Nah, man, just at the club, bro. You need to come on down here. Oh, yeah, no, totes. I'm, I'm down to do that. I just got a couple more couple more things to fix up on uh, on this project I got going on. But as soon as I get done with this, yeah, man, I'll meet you there. Yeah, man, just like I know, like, it's usually this is the night you play goldfish or whatever, but you need to uh, come on down here. Just do something. Nah, yeah, come on, man. You and I both agree. That's a, that's a sissy game. Dude, that's a kid's game, bro. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, man. All right, man. Well, hey, look, I'll catch you later, bro. Stay frosty, man. Yeah, you know it, baby. Ice cold. 
So you click the wad off, and uh, I guess since you don't know where you're supposed to go, no. what do you do? No. As as he clicks off his wad, he hears the squeak of the garage door close. Oh, no. Oh, no. So Boulder knew it was Nelson calling. Oh, yeah. No. He walked down, and he was listening. And if he could have heard over Nelson's loudspeaker when he said, goldfish is for loser, you hear Boulder go, Boulder, you walk in to see Ding clicking off his wad and turning to wipe his hands. What do you do? I, uh, well, I, so I would have liked to have him heard the whole conversation with Nelson. Absolutely. He so, did. so he's going to, as it clicks off, he's going to shut the door and then he's going to call Din back. <laughs> uh, Din, your yeah. wad rings. Yeah, yeah, Boulder, what's, what's going on? I was. Ah! What are you doing? <laughs> huh? Why'd you. Why did you call? You're you're in the same room as me, bro. Then you can see Boulder standing in a corner right beside the garage what? door with his back to you. What? Boulder, turn around. What are you doing? Uh, dude, he, he keeps the wad on and turns around and lays on his stomach to lay under the car. I was supposed to tell you to come to the grain house. Uh, okay, let's. You hung up on me for Nelson and said goldfish was. Losers in there. I already, we already talked about this. Goldfish is kind of a sissy game, bro. No, it's not. It's a game that I really imagine. I mean, yeah, you're right, but am I a sissy? Am I a nerd? Boulder, 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 no, Boulder. He's gonna walk over and smack him in the face. Boulder, listen to me. How many times do we have to be champions in this stupid kid game before we move on to something bigger and better, bro? Come on. <laughs> Who's my big guy? I mean, uh, that's right. Probably, that, probably Nelson. No, no. Yeah. Nelson's, uh, Nelson's just he, a bro. You're, he's come on. Me, no, no. 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 Boulder. Boulder. Look. Look. Boulder. Okay. Boulder. Hang on. Let me, give me a sec. Hang on. But, here, it's at this here's, point here's Dr. Cogsbuckle walks in the garage. Wad's <laughs> still on, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Let me gather myself real quick. And he turns away and he wipes his nose for a second. And you hear him talking to himself. And he goes, get a bullet. You stop being stupid. <laughs> Nobody likes goldfish, but you, you stupid. Dan, Boulder, <clears throat> what are we doing in here? Look, hey, d- look he, he walked in here. He called me while he was in the same room. We're, we're having a moment about stupid goldfish. And I, we gotta be in the great room, right? Yes, of course, goldfish. That that <laughs> silly game. Um, yes, of course. Let's meet in the. We need to meet in the great hall. The real has sent us a letter. We yeah. need to. It, we need to review it. Din's gonna walk over and pat Bold on his shoulder. Come on, bud. We'll we'll get a better game than goldfish. Come on, man. Baby, I've gotta go to the bathroom. Boulder, <laughs> I I went to the store the other day and I got a. I got a new copy of Blackberries the Blackberries. We can play that later. <laughs> now see, you like you like Blackberries the Blackberries? They pu- push poor Jerry into early retirement. <laughs> well, we, we I can't. even invited I even invited Radboy and a few of his fellow whatever they are down there. Is is Warwick coming too? Sure, we'll invite Warwick too. He's so Sweet, I don't understand how Din understands him, but maybe that's why Din doesn't like goldfish because he's so much smarter than people. Doctor Cogsbuckle, Doctor Cogsbuckle, your wad rings and you see Lost Cat's name scroll across. Yes, Lost Cat. Phineas, I swear to the high side above that if you don't get your scrawny butt into the Great Hall right now, I'm gonna lose it again. You remember when I lost it last time? Yes, Penny? I, yeah, uh, of course I do. How Dan's going to get really close to Boulder and, like, get, like, kind of in his ear and be like, man, it really sounds like Lost Cat's trying to railroad it to do it something. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like I took too long telling you to come to the Great Hall, <laughs> and then I went off on a tangent about goldfish, and that Lost Cat's really upset about it, Dad, and I feel kind of bad, no, but it's don't okay. Feel bad. It's fine, buddy. Come on, let's let's go to the Great Hall so we don't get yelled at again. Din, Boulder, please, let's go. We can talk about this later. <laughs> and and look, before he goes anywhere, Din's going to stop in front of Boulder and hold up his wad and hit the end call button. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Um, so you guys head out uh, through the garage across the courtyard and into uh, the front, now repaired front entrance of uh, Dr. Cogsbuckle School for Enlightened Children. Dr. Cogsbuckle on the way. I need you to roll a plus sharp for me. 
That is a seven plus one, so that's an eight. Um, on an eight, it's a mixed success. Uh, you notice uh, up on the uh, right, right on one of the larger, kind of like rounded windows uh, of the great hall that leads directly into the great hall. You see a, a large, pa- a shattered pane of glass uh, up there that you did not notice before. Din Boulder, did you did did you notice that large pane of glass that's been shattered? Uh, I mean, Doc. If you think about it, a car did explode in the driveway a month or two ago. I mean, I kind of expect that, but now I mean, no, I haven't really noticed it till you pointed it out. Uh, I see. I wonder what what's that's about. I mean, I guess you're right, Boulder. I guess the car did explode in the front of the school, so maybe it was maybe it was some debris from that. Uh, we'll, we'll look. We'll check it out later. Who's Deborah? Very good. That was a good joke, and I'm glad I made space for it. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys walk into the great hall where Lost Cat is uh, sitting at the table with her head in her hands, and on the table you see a letter that is uh, taped to a uh, red brick. Oh, see, that's what happened to the window. Oh my god, Joey, come on. Are you kidding me? Hey guys, I'm going to point this weird ominous thing out so you guys can start thinking about some crazy plot twists maybe happening. Maybe somebody's spying on you. No, they delivered the message by a damn brick through the window. Oh my god. That was a great twist. What a twist. (laughs) Who the hell is that? Is that... Holy shit, it's M. Night Shyamalan! (laughs) He was dead the entire time? (laughs) Lost Cat. Lost Cat looks up from her uh, from her head in her hands or she pulls her head up from her hands and says boys it has been 45 minutes since you since you went to get Den out of the garage Boulder you were supposed to call him what happened well lost cats I'm gonna be honest mine and Den's relationship means a lot to me and I just worry sometimes and then you mentioned goldfish tournament or sorry not you i don't mean to put this evil on you they someone mentioned goldfish and it just brought up a lot of old feelings so we had discussions um and yeah guys i i I really okay look I, i i'm not I'm going to let you have space for your personal interactions, and I think that's great, but this seems kind of (laughs) pressing because they threw it through our frickin' window. Yeah, so uh, Uh, what's the the brick say? The brick doesn't say anything, Din. It's the letter on the brick. Yeah, Uh, Din. Did you see the gaping hole in the window? (laughs) I have a really important question. Why didn't they use the nice mailboxes that we built? Boulder, if I knew that, then there wouldn't be a brick on the table with glass shards that I now have to clean up that, you know, people have cut themselves on. Who? And then Balder looks down and his feet are bleeding because <laughs> he doesn't have shoes on. <laughs> I respect that about Balder. Um, she says, is somebody going to open the letter, please? Uh, I think yes, maybe we could spend... Oh, okay, Doc, go ahead. <laughs> I was hoping we could spend I five or ten more minutes. Well, we lost a good 15 minutes to Musky Beaver, but um, <laughs> uh, who goes over to open the letter? Doc, obviously. Come on. Yes, I opened the letter. <laughs> Doc, you go over to open the letter, and you kind of have to wrestle with the tape for a minute to get it off uh, unstuck from the brick. When you <laughs> when you do that, you notice that the brick seems to have been taken out of the side of the school. Uh, it was. <laughs> it seems to have been pulled free from there, but you get the letter off of it and uh, tear the top of the envelope open and dump the contents onto the table. And several papers, including uh, a folded set of blueprints, and then a few uh, small like laser discs that uh, go into your wad or that you know you can put in your wad to for information. And they kind of tumble out onto the table. Onto the table. Well, first off, extremely rude. Nobody. Nobody damages my school with my own school. That just seems completely <laughs> unnecessary. Okay, boys, these seem like blueprints. And uh, some, almost like one of those dual discs uh, with the cartridges. I think those are called zip discs, Doc. Uh, yes, zip discs. Okay, of course. Dr. Cogsbuckle, you also noticed that in the pile of stuff, there is a letter uh, written in a very, like, refined hand. Okay, can I read that? I mean, you certainly can. Go ahead, tell us what it's... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, the letter <clears throat> seems to be from Friggin, and it says, Boys, I, I, I'm really sorry to 
and all the pauses and everything are in there too and it's really really weird very <laughs> freaking style it's not like there it. he says boys I, i'm really sorry to to do this to you dr cogsbuckle by the way how's your hand doing i hope it's doing well uh, and he left like enough space in your reading where you could answer him in your mind <laughs> well it's doing better of course Oh, it's good to hear that. It's good to hear that, Doctor. My <laughs> God, it's almost like here. <laughs> and uh, the letter goes on, and it says, "What I've given you, uh, boys, is your next job. It, this one's okay. So the one before was kind of a death thing, but this one's kind of even worse. To be honest with you, it, you need to go take down all wide communications in the city of New Haven, and the only place to do that is at the central tower in the hub." And so we provided some blueprints and some some drawings, you know, on some zip disks to make it a little bit easier for you. But however you want to do this one, it's kind of up to you. Um, so, yeah, that's the end of the letter. P.S. Tell Boulder I said hi. Hello, friggin'. Hey, Boulder. Bo- Boulder. He's gonna be he, no. He's gonna be standing <laughs> beside Doc, reading over his shoulder. I love it. Oh I love God, Boulder! When did you get that? Jesus, you sneak <laughs> up like a little mouse. I've been learning from Rat Boy. Uh, oh yes. man. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dan, it's about this time that your uh, wad tone goes off, and it says Marla W on it. He's gonna answer it. What's poppin', girl? Oh, hey, um, hey, Dan. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of coming up to the school. I got a duber, so I'll be there. In, like, I'm about to walk up. All right, I'll, uh, I'll go open the door for you. Okay, appreciate it. Be- um, Marla, Marla. Hey, hey, Boulder. Be careful of the glass in the front. I, do- I don't have shoes on because I've been talking to Rat Boy and he's been teaching me how to sneak and he said it's all in the toenails. And uh, I don't know why I've lost all of my inflection or certain ways of talking, but it's happening right now. No, and Boulder, I just, Boulder, just watch I've, out. I've got, Boulder, I've got shoes on, so it's, it's cool. Din's walking to the front door. <laughs> then you swing <laughs> open the front door. Big shots of glass. Be careful, Marla. <laughs> then you swing open the front door just as your wad clicks off to see a uh, duper car pulling away and Marla walking up the the front walk uh, towards the towards the doorway. She kind of gives you like a half wave as she comes up. Uh-huh. Um, hey, hey, Den. Uh, are you guys everybody dressed in there or what? Uh, he's gonna turn around. Uh, for the most part. <laughs> Well, I know it's debauchery Tuesday, so I just didn't want to interrupt anything. Ah, oh, no, you're fine. That's that's all. That's all past. Okay. All right. Um. Well, I don't want to. I don't need to come in and interrupt or anything. I was just gonna get uh, the keys to the car. As as a matter of fact, you 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 could totally come in and check and uh, check out what we just got. Some uh, I think it was the red the rimoirs. They threw a brick through the, the glass and they're doing uh they're giving us a, a job. Let's come in okay. and uh, take a look. No, yeah. The, I mean, as long as I'm not interrupting anything. No, yeah, good. Come on. Okay. All right. Cool. So she follows you in into the great hall where everybody else is gathered around the tables, um, and she says, "Hey, hey, Boulder, um, Miss Miss Boss Cat, and hey, Doctor Beltbuckle, how's, how's everybody doing?" Ah, Marla, it's good to see you again. It's good to see you too. Uh, really sorry about the whole race, you know, the end of it thing. By the way, I mentioned, you know, I just wanted to get that out right out the gate. Ah, uh, yes, thank you. I, I, I don't remember anything afterwards, but uh, it's. Uh... I woke up in severe pain, uh, so whatever happened, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I was, um, I was out on the balcony and kind of headed down after the race, and I was surprised you didn't come down, too. Yes, I, I guess I was pretty surprised as well. Okay, well, um... Where... Never mind. No, well, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, we haven't seen you in a while. Well, you but... know, I've been busy with other stuff. You know, I have a life outside of this, uh, story, so... Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> you, just, you dragged us to the race, and then we helped you, and then you disappeared for a good week or so, so... Well, I mean, you I didn't really help curious. me. Like, you helped the streets, you know what I mean? It's like, that was the to clean up the streets a little bit. Ah, uh, well, yes, of course, but I just, I just mean, I thought we were bonding very well up on there on the balcony. I, I'm really not into, like, your age group, Doc. I don't know how to... I don't want to be that way, but... What are you, what are you referring to? No, just, like, romantically, it's not really my thing, so... Oh, trust me, I have no romantic feelings for you whatsoever. Okay, good. I just want to make not, sure. I'm not a very page. romantic type of. Uh, what is happening right now? <laughs> I did want to compliment you on your shot, though. That was very impressive. You should teach me how to do that sometime. Boulder's gonna text in real quick on his wad, and he's gonna spell sexual tension, but it's S E C K S U A L, and then. Nice. And Dan's gonna see it and reply back uh, with a knife. Nice. <laughs> um, she says. Uh, no, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of my 
kind of one of my things, one of my special skills, if you will. So um, I, I really, you know, I, give me like 10, 10, 15 years. I could definitely teach you how to do that. Uh, ten, uh, 10, 15 years. Well, there's no telling what's going to happen in that time. How about next Wednesday? Um, You know, schedule's full. Sorry. Sorry, Doc. Uh, schedule's full. Speaking of yeah. schedules real quick, uh, Marla, we, like I said, we just got this. He's going to hold up the letter. Uh... This new job, and man, we could we could really use your help on it. Would you would you mind giving us a hand? I mean, what is, what is it then? Uh, something about he's gonna like skim over the paper again. Something about knocking out all wide communication. He's gonna look up at her. What do you mean all wide communication? I mean that I'm just I'm just reading what the paper says. He's gonna hand the paper over to her. Uh, she takes it and skims it and says, "This dude's pauses are really weird." I know, right? It's kind of cool. Yes, yeah. it's almost like he's here in the room with us. <laughs> it's a really unique writing style. I need to. I'm gonna remember this for my stories later. I'm writing like a fan fiction book. So what's crazy is, is uh, while Doc was reading it, we all heard it, Friggin's disembodied voice in our head. <laughs> um. Wow, that's collective psychosis, huh? Y'all are really too close to the sewer fumes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, Dan, I don't, I don't think this is really kind of my scene. Like, there doesn't even look to be any kind of payout or anything spelled out. So, well, no, it's it's implied that we do get paid. They already told. Well, we we got paid on the last job, so I would assume we get we'll get paid pretty handsomely on this one. If it uh me- means any more to you, I mean, you could you could have my cut from it. If because, I mean, like I said, the the last one kind of it didn't go belly up, but it would really really put a an ease on my mind if. You know, we had at least one more other person there that we could that we could trust to make things run a little bit more smoothly. Marley, if I may. Yeah, go ahead, uh, Doctor B. What's up? Yes. Um, I thought we I thought we talked about this. It's Doctor It's Doctor Phineas Cogsbuckle with a C. Oh, it's not Belt Buckle. No, we we also we also talked about that as well. That's my bad, Doctor B. I'm sorry about that. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, listen. I feel like we could use somebody with your skill set. On this, uh, on this adventure. Well, not adventure. I, I hate to call it an adventure. It's more of just a, a forced upon us kind of job. But we could really use your skill set if you wouldn't she, mind helping us. She kind of like eyes you over as you're talking and looks down at your hands and sees the bandages. She goes, "What happened to your hands? And why do you have a like? Is that a new scar? I don't remember that from last time on your face, Doc." Well, as I said, I blacked out and I, I have no idea what happened. I woke up. I woke up and my. Uh, fingernails were ripped off for some reason it's i was in severe pain and the rimwalls picked me up and brought me back to the school okay um well i'm glad you're feeling better you should probably not take so much next time um no i like i said i got some other stuff to do so it's really not kind of my scene um dr cogsbuckle and din since din initiated din i'm gonna need you to roll to seduce or manipulate someone and dr cogsbuckle i'm gonna need you to roll to help out and this is sharp. Uh, so it's seduce and manipulate is plus hot, and helper helper interfere is plus HX. Gonna be an eight plus whatever Dan gives me. Uh, it says plus three, so an eleven. Uh, on a ten plus, Dan, you give plus two help, and so Dan, you got a plus two on it. So ten total. On a ten plus, they'll go along with you unless or until some factor action betrays the reason you gave them. Um, Marla looks over the stuff and she kind of like digs through the blueprints a little bit and you notice um, who's got the highest sharp score? I have a plus three. Yeah, I have a plus one, so he wins. Okay. Then you notice like her eyes kind of get wide as she looks over this before she quickly like puts it back down to level and she turns to you and says, you know what, Den, I I mean, it's your lucky day. Um... I think I could push some things around for this. I think I think I can make this happen. Oh, that's uh, that's great. We we really appreciate it, uh, Marla. No, it's no problem. Um, actually, in Lost Cat holds up a hand and says, "Guys, I I really I don't mean to be like a buzzkill or or whatever, but um, I just what are you even gonna? How are you even gonna get there? It's like I'm just kind of looking over this, and it's in the hub, and none of y'all belong in the hub, to put it lightly. Well." Uh, I could make a couple calls and uh, probably get a help on the, the forefront to get us in there. Boulder knows who we can contact. Uh, who would that be, Mr. Boulder? Jack D at Jack D's Auto Emporium and Gun Range. Oh, God, I hate that guy, Boulder. He uh, said he yes. would set the docks up on the Cogsbuckle's corner. I was holding the booms mics the whole time. <laughs> and then afterwards, the doc said, oh, you were supposed to set that up on the stands. <laughs> yes, Boulder, well, you know. 
first episode. We, we can't all be perfect. <laughs> You'll have another chance soon. But yes, Jack D was a he was a very nice fellow, and he he seemed like he would be very interested and down to help us if we if we ever needed it. Yeah, because if that doesn't work, I could always get Nelson to drive us over there again. Marla says, actually, that might that might work. You think you'd be down to help with the job? Uh, I could give him a call and uh, talk to him, see how he's feeling. But yeah, I don't, I don't see why he wouldn't mind just giving us a lift. Uh, okay, cool. No, I think that'll I think that'll probably work. And maybe if my car's working or something, we can we can do something with that too. Um, you did get it running, right, Dan? Yeah, yeah. No, she's she's ready to go. Lost Cat looks over at Doctor Cogsbuckle and and Dan and Marla and says, um, "Hey, uh, look, I, I, again, I don't really, guys. Doctor Cogsbuckle, uh, Dan." Can I can I talk to you guys for a second over over here? Uh, and, yeah. And it and she looks at Marla. And she goes, "Hey, it's it's not about you. Don't worry." And then she pulls you guys over to the side. She goes, "Listen, Marla is she was with Doctor Cogsbuck when he got taken. What are you guys doing?" I mean, real real quick. I don't. You know, I'm not gonna be that kind of person. But I mean, you you know what? Never mind. You, I I trust her. I mean, she did help us out in the race. But I mean. I I wasn't there. I didn't see what all happened between, you know, Marla and how many guys were up there. I mean, it's only, you know, it, it is Madoc and, and Marla alone up there, but and Rat Boy. But, you know, I don't know how many guys there were. Well, I mean, she she said she didn't even like see anything or or help or or anything. She just like waited for him at the bottom of the thing. But like, I don't. It just seems all weird to me. I get like a weird read off of her. I'm just saying. That's just me. Um. All right. Boulder, you, uh, you're standing over there on the other side of the room r- near the table with Marla. Hey, Marlas. Did you, um, know that I left you a mixtape in your middle consoles, thanking you for letting us use the Red Beauties? Oh, no, I appreciate that, uh, Boulder. By the way, it's good to see you again. I, it's been a long time, you know. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, uh, Are yeah. you, you doing okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like everything been been going well? I'm you've been running with Din and them for a long time, and I, I'm glad to see you met back up with him after the wreck and everything. You know, with the watch shipments and all that. Yeah, you know, I don't really remember as much after, um, before the wrecks, but you know, I had a strong senses of duties for, to Din's, and that's why I tried to break him out of prisons. Um, but I ended up digging into the guard shacks. No, that's yeah. Did you... You killed him, didn't you? Um... No, I... They... They're on a farm somewhere else. Okay. Yeah, no, that's... That makes sense. Um... And she looks at you. Her... Her face completely changes, Boulder. In... In that moment. Mm-hmm. It, it goes from kind of like jovial and... And just normal. And her eyes go cold. And she narrows them at you. And she says... Boulder. The night is long with many hidden dangers. And she looks at you intently. Um. Yeah. And that's where we'll end it for this week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us for another episode of Side Quest. We hope you've enjoyed this one. We learned some <laughs> really mm. interesting things about the school and the people in it. But, um, Dan, Dr. Cogsbuckle, you, uh,. You created a new student out of thin air, and this is probably my favorite one yet. Why don't you t- tell me about <laughs> a little yeah. bit about how Musky Beaver came to be at the school? <laughs> well, like I said previously, I I don't I uh, don't really recall him ever. Well, there's there's a lot of students here. I just happened to run into him in the hallway, and he just mentioned he liked art. I did look at him a little bit strangely when he mentioned his name. I guess one of the other students must have given it to him as a bad joke. You know, Drunken Stomp runs amok around this school, so he it must have been his. And obviously, well, he's too young to understand how Doc, ugly that Docs. name is. Docs, if I could interrupt. Yes. You yous were the ones who said that... We need somebody to take care of that drunken stumps. So naturally, I found musky beavers because beavers is ruined trees, is and a stump is a parts of a tree. So, so it wasn't some, it wasn't some pesky students. It was me. Oh no, Boulder. 
Well, you know, I can't, I can't blame you for that one. They're ferocious animals. Have you ever seen the beavers? Yes, beavers are terrifying. Things. And then his teeth. Yes, he does the, have the abnormally large teeth. So I, I, I see where you're perfect. going with that one. It was, per- and then the, he came from the part that's really close to the sewers, so he has a stink to him. So I thought you musky beavers. <laughs> Hey, 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 musky beavers. I, you know, I, I think that that's good. We can definitely have Why, some, why some is where you making fun of my voices? I, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I don't sound like bear yogas. <laughs> I know, but I thought it... I thought it was I, I saw him. I saw his show on the television the other day, and I thought, well, you know, I thought it might be a funny play on words if we used uh, musky beavers' name in there. You oh, know, it's just, it's just for funsies. Den, <laughs> Den, for the love of God, Den. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Den, you, um, <laughs> you're still sticking up for for Marla, even in the face of uh, Lost Cat, Lost Cat's interrogation there at the end. What's uh, what's going on with that? I mean, uh, yeah, she she kind of puts out some weird vibes down there, but she's always been, you know, faithful. She's always trying to help out as best she can. So I mean, I've got no reason not to trust her. Also, what do you think was up by, with... by the way, I'm oh, sorry, I don't, I don't mean to cut you off, but also, no, uh, the show you guys were thinking about, it wasn't Barry Yoga, it was uh, Fat Billy. You know the... <laughs> it's Fat Billy. Think it's Fat Billy. Yes, but I feel like the bear also makes an appearance on that show. It's kind of like a, uh, it's kind of like a crossover episode. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm oh, sorry, go, go ahead, oh, Mr. Narrator. I remember. <laughs> it was also, yes, because they had the... I'm obviously sounding like a freaking Dr. Cogsbuckle now. Uh, it also had that moose, Stonies, and the little squirrel. <laughs> I can't remember the... the, the the squirrel's name, I think it was like Steve Winkle. <laughs> God, I've lost the I've lost the reins on this episode. <laughs> Dan, what Sir. what did you th- think? Why did Marla ch- Jeez, man. Why did Marla change her opinion on the job so suddenly? I mean, clearly she looked at this as an opportunity to make more money. I mean, my little whatever cut is a you know, it's, it's kind of good, but knowing her, I'm, I'm pretty sure she's going to get um, the sticky fingers and probably snag some stuff on her way out. Because, I mean, this is a CSG building and everything in there is, gosh, so expensive. Yeah, absolutely. Boulder, what did Marla say to you at the end? What did that mean? Um, I guess she was just commenting on the weathers. I don't really remember anything but about a... Um, I don't remember. Guys, I, I want to thank you again for tuning into an episode of SideQuest. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, please give us five stars on iTunes. It really, really, really helps us out. What helps us out even more than that is if you like what uh, we're producing here and what we're putting out, please tell at least one friend that you know and have them come and listen to an episode. And maybe they'll get into it. Maybe they'll like it too and you'll have something else cool to talk about. And you can make references like Prophecy and... I don't know, guys. Give me another reference that we have. Stoney and Bullwinkle, or yeah. Steve Winkle. <laughs> Stoney and Steve Winkle. Oh, also, man. you know, I I would completely understand if this is the last episode you ever listened to. <laughs> well, first off, I want to say, as clearly the leader in charge of all this, the brain power behind, I mean, the entire podcast, I do everything myself. These guys do nothing. That's true. Yeah. Um, it's true. I want to say that all the hard work I put into this uh, is definitely worth it. And I do this for love. Um, you know, these guys, they're lazy layabouts who do nothing. <laughs> um, but like, le- all jokes aside, I really enjoy doing this. And it doesn't matter if we have one of y'all listening to us or 100,000 of y'all. I just appreciate the listen and the shout out on Twitter if y'all ever have one. But, you know. Yes. Thank you for absolutely. listening. First hey, Dad. so sweet. That was really sweet, man. And and seriously, that's the way we all feel. We're doing this, uh, number one, because we love to do it. And, and honestly, we play these kind of games all the time. But at the same time, um, we also do it because, you know, we like to, to share what we're doing with the world and, and all that. So, uh, Din, Din, I did it again. Richie, God. It's all good, Richie, why, Richie, why don't you tell uh, people how they can interact with us on Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff? Hashtag SickPod. You know it. You love it. You can probably spell it out in your sleep. 
But mostly, come over to Twitter, use it, say what you like about us, say what you hate about us, say who your favorite character and catchphrase is. And you two could potentially be a part of our life, be a part of this story. You know, we'll, we'll kick around something and uh, get with you. But then there's also, you come over to our Discord where you can listen to a live recording where we mess about for about 45 minutes before the episode even starts talking mad stuff about the latest thing and who knows cat girls yeah cat girls <laughs> uh the, to be continued on that keep keep that That's in your right. mind um also you know afterwards you you know we'll you know after everything is being uploaded and whatnot we'll uh we'll chat with you you can tell us what you like what you didn't like live you know you can kind of give us your input give us your critique and uh yeah we'll basically just go from there come talk to us y'all come talk to us siq P-O-D. Yes. Sick pod. S-I-Q-P-O-D. Absolutely. Um, so again, I want to say thank you everybody for listening. And, um, you know, I, I guys, I, I really enjoyed this episode. I know like it wasn't like a, a mover and shaker like we, we usually do, but I, I think this was a quality one. So uh, thanks. Thanks for hanging with me. Uh, Cruz, I, I do really appreciate what you said. That is absolutely how we all feel. And, and I think it needed to be said. So guys, uh, why don't we get out of here and we'll see everybody next Friday. Take it easy. I'll be safe. Peace out, y'all. Goodbye. You know, I'm really looking forward to Rocky and Steve Winkle catching on. 